0: Welcome to another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach. Here's your host, Terry Manrique and Alina Greif.
1: Welcome back to Ask Our Parent Coach. Uh, This show is brought to you by Working With Parents, Central Ohio's leading parenting experts and coaches, where we create a safe place for parents to seek help, support on topics such as parenting, communication, relationships, and emotional intelligence. I'm Terry Manrique.
0: And I'm Alina Greif. Our special guest today is Audrey Schnell. Audrey is an emotional mastery coach. Audrey, welcome to our program. We are so happy you can join us today. And Thank would you. you introduce yourself to our listeners, please? And tell us a little uh, bit about
2: yourself. Sure. So my background is in clinical psychology and research of a master's in clinical psychology, and a PhD in biostatistics. Wow,
0: (laughs) that's an interesting combination.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it makes more sense than it sounds. I got very interested in research and ended up getting my PhD in in a more research oriented field, and then continue to do both clinical work and research work.
0: Tell us a little bit about your about that journey.
2: Um, yeah, it's, and I, I have to confess, I sort of fell into things. Like I said, I started out as a clinical psychologist, got very interested in research, did a lot in geriatrics and genetics and common diseases, and really had always been, ever since I was a little kid, I think, very interested in psychology and, and spirituality, actually, which is now a lot more mainstream. I won't give away my age, but is a lot more mainstream now than when I was in my 20s. I was a vegetarian for many, many years and studied yoga before it was popular and all those things. And I just found that at some point I was kind of out of balance. I was doing a lot of research in a lot of areas But my first love had really always been working one-on-one and in groups with people and really understanding why and how people change and what stops that process. Mm -hmm. So that just led me, again, just sort of as coaching became more mainstream as well, Mm -hmm. led me to just find my perfect niche, which was In coaching, which is very different than therapy, Uh, much more directive, different uh, different kinds of boundaries, much more goal oriented. And it was just a natural fit for me. So I've been doing that for several years now. And of course, the biggest complaint I, I hear is people don't understand when they set a goal, why they can't reach it.
1: Mm hmm hmm which is why we have you yeah. on today. And it's perfect to talk about this in the beginning yeah, of uh, the year, right? Exactly.
2: And
1: yeah, when we we set goals for ourselves, we're all ready to go for the new year and then February comes around and the steam starts to wear <laughs> oh, yeah. out, right? So it's, yeah, so it's, it's great for us to have this conversation. And I think one of the things that I'm looking forward to for you to talk about is about self-sabotaging, right? And I think that's something that we all do very frequently actually to ourselves
2: exactly it's it's
1: some it's something that it's hard for us to pull ourselves from that self-sabotaging no matter I mean no matter how much you work on the mindset you know that still creeps in it still creeps in it still creeps in so I look forward to having a conversation with you about how do we stop that self-sabotaging what are some exercises that we can do what are some things that we can look out for when we start to mm-hmm. see it creeping in? You know, again, we always talk about being proactive. Right. And I think that's why we're so excited about talking to you about what are some things that we can recognize before we start to self, start that self, self-sabotage. Especially mm. for entrepreneurs. We work with a lot of Absolutely. entrepreneurs. Um, we we work with a lot of moms. You know, moms are very, very hard on, our, we are, we're yeah. very hard on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we put a, a lot on our plate we have a lot of expectations of ourselves um and yet we're the last ones you know to take right. care of ourselves so i I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation so tell us a little bit about how we can reach our goals and what are some things that like what's the number one reasons that we don't reach i our would goals? say
2: the number one reason we don't reach our goals is because we don't allow ourselves to and of course this is this is a complex topic and I'll hopefully I can make it as simple as possible so that it's actually useful. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I would say is that we need to be aware of what self sabotage is and it's a word we throw around a lot like mindset and stress but it's really important to unpack it and understand mm-hmm. what it is and what's going on so that we can course correct and self-sabotage is a word that every I, I don't know I've I this some I don't know why I sabotage myself I don't know why I sabotage myself I do things I don't want to do I'm on this you know food plan and the next thing I know I'm opening the refrigerator unconsciously and eating a gallon of ice cream or I don't you know I'm home from work and I'm tired and rather than eating a healthy meal, I'm just grabbing what's ever easy or instead of waking up at, you know, at the time I want to wake up at six in the morning and doing my morning rituals, I'm hitting the news button 10 times. I don't know why. And the first thing to understand is don't beat yourself up about that. That is so counterproductive. Mm-hmm. And I would say that one of the first things to make sense of, because we're human beings, we want to understand. And when we don't understand why we're doing something, it just throws us into confusion. We mislabel things, we misunderstand, and we beat ourselves up. So I would say if you're going, the first thing to write down (laughs) is, listen to this carefully. And then from there, we just spiral. The negative oh, yeah. talk comes in. And we, we defeat ourselves before we're even at the starting gate. I'm not good enough. I never succeed. I always fail. This happens to me all the time. Uh, why even bother trying again? Because we think what we know intellectually, we know emotionally. And we don't. We can think one thing and do something else. And that is actually human nature. We're not crazy. We're not bad people. We're not weak. We're not undisciplined. It is human nature to act unconsciously, subconsciously. Habits get wired into our brains. And just because we have set a goal, And even if we've done the goals, quote unquote, correctly, and set clear steps, we can be our own worst enemy, or not follow through. Mm -hmm. And then that throws us into confusion and self blame. And like you were talking about, we beat ourselves up. And it's so unproductive. Mm -hmm. Every time I've tried to lose weight, or every time I've tried to, you know, learn a new skill or whatever it is, I end up failing. And then we become defeated. We become discouraged and we don't get back on the horse. Right. Yeah. It's a spiral. Effect right. That we go right. And too. it's affected by how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, everything from like what you're saying. I don't put myself first. I don't take care of myself. I don't, as they say on the airplanes, don't put on my uh, mask first, then you can't take care mm-hmm. of anybody else.
0: And I think we hear those so frequently from, you know, parents, especially right, moms who are overwhelmed, because they have their kids, and they have their jobs, and they have to combine everything. And what I often hear is, I know what I need to do. I just can't do it, Mm -hmm. or I don't have time to do it, Mm -hmm. or I have every intention of doing it, but everything else comes in the middle, right? Right,
2: right. And, and we have, we're a little confused here. Because we often have things backwards. One of my favorite little fables is about this guy who's in the woods. And he's chopping wood. And he's got this huge, huge pile of wood he has to chop. And he's in the woods. And along comes some hiker and looks at him and says, boy, you know, your your saw looks really dull. You're never going to be able to cut all that wood why don't you sharpen your saw mm-hmm. and the guy says well I don't have time yeah that is so
0: true That's
2: I mean a perfect analogy yeah yeah I've been there <laughs> still there on occasion mm-hmm. <laughs> and we mm-hmm. we we don't think clearly especially in this day and age where it seems like you get extra points for being stressed and taking on too much Like it's some badge of honor to say, I'm exhausted. (laughs) Well, no, that that is not a badge of honor. That's actually not very bright. And you would be much better off taking care of yourself, being effective. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite sayings lately is we don't rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. Oh, I love that. Mm. And it's so mm-hmm. true. We do have a lot on our plate, especially this last year for moms who are homeschooling on top mm-hmm. of a job or just general responsibilities. Uh, our lives not, have not necessarily gotten easier because we don't have to commute. No, no, actually,
1: no. They've actually been much it more is. challenging for many. And, and, and they're working much more, hours, exactly. many more hours. I mean, I think that, they went from your average, you know, nine, eight hour job
2: to 12. 10 right. And there's hours. less separation. You know, mm-hmm. what do you say when, you know, you're home and you're trying to work and your door is closed, mm-hmm. but everybody feels they can, you know, knock on your door because exactly you're, you're, home.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> you're home. Right. Right.
2: Right. You know? Right.
0: Mom, and, mom, help me. I need lunch. I'm hungry. I don't know how to do the assignment, you know, nonstop, right? As you're trying to get your work done.
2: Right. Yes. And as entrepreneurs, when your friends think, oh, you don't have a real job, you just work from home.
0: <laughs> right.
2: You don't have a schedule. It's easy for the, your family, your friends to not understand your boundaries. So mm-hmm. I'm going to throw out that word, even though we're mostly talking about self-sabotage an important piece of not sabotaging yourself is having really clear boundaries and communicating those boundaries. Now more than ever, we need to be able to voice what's okay and what's not okay and set limits for our family, for our Mm -hmm. friends and for ourselves. I mean, you know, we're talking about self sabotage. To be exhausted is not going to give you the energy and the clarity to plan and follow through with your goals. So, okay,
1: yeah, right, exactly. I mean, it it kind of exactly lines, right because it, it, you if you are exhausted, you're not going to make the take the time to do the work that you need to, right. to be productive. Right. To set, to set your goal, right. to meet or reach you're your not, goal, right? So, again, it's like you're not, you're not, you're not taking yet. care of the blade, right? You're not sharpening sure. that blade. So if, if you're not doing the proper work to maintain why you're exhausted, first of all, figuring out why mm-hmm. are you exhausted? What is it that you're doing that you can prevent yourself from being exhausted? How can we create some shortcuts? How can we delegate? How can we, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do, I think, that oh, we for need sure. to think about that we should right. be ask doing. Right, ask for help. Right, right. And think, another oh, option. You're asking, right, asking for help, finding other ways to do things. Uh, so it, yeah, I think that's that's all part of it. They'll it kind of, you right. can't do one without exactly. the other. Exactly,
2: and working harder and longer is not the it's answer. It's not the solution. No, yes, and we I, think I it totally is, agree. and the culture supports that. And work on the weekends, work till eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't make good decisions if you're tired and you've Mm -hmm. depleted that Mm -hmm. brain power, or you've not Mm -hmm. planned, nobody exhausted is going to make good decisions about what to eat or how to communicate or any of those things. Mm -hmm. And so the first, so if I were going to say anything, it would be the first step would be to understand what's going on. And at the Mm -hmm. heart of self-sabotage is we We need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves, that we're setting ourselves up for success Mm -hmm. and not failure. We need to understand that self-sabotage is not a character flaw, is not a weakness. We need to understand the psychology, the physiology of ourselves as human beings so that we can put into place structures that support us and help us reach our goals.
1: What are some Great. of those structures? So first of all, I
2: would say one of the first things to do is have very clear, specific goals, what they call SMART goals. So mm-hmm. it's not enough to say, I want to exercise this year, or I want to make more money because your brain doesn't know what that means. So it's, it's like saying, I want to get to Mm -hmm. Los Angeles, but not giving you a a map or directions. Your, your subconscious, your brain can be very concrete. So break Mm -hmm. it down into clear steps that are definable, measurable, and where you can progress without having to think about it. I know what Mm -hmm. I need to do. I do Mm -hmm. this, this today, a reverse engineer it. If if I want to lose 15 pounds in three months, what do I need to do every month? What do I need to do every week? What do I need to do every day? Every day. And then literally, Mm -hmm. I mean, our brains are wired. There's a reason we take notes. Right. Because Mm -hmm. writing helps cement it. We see it. Our fingers absorb it. Uh, So write them down and make them visible. Don't take Mm -hmm. your eye off the goal. Mm -hmm. And what
1: happens when we write it down, right? So we write it down, (laughs) right? We go through the stuff, we write it down. We're in it. We're committed to it for a week. We're committed to it for two weeks. And then we know, again, that 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 voice Mm -hmm. steps in. We
2: get distracted. That
1: that we get distracted. We get, we don't see Mm -hmm. any results whether it's weight loss, getting new clients, mm-hmm. you know, getting connections, right, whatever it is, whatever that goal is, we don't see the results quick enough. So typically, you see like within two weeks, you usually see things are not changing mm-hmm. fast enough for us, because we're impatient right, right. people, right, right, we're, we're expecting things to happen right away. And that's when we start to kind of say, this right. is not working. And that's when we start to kind of redirect ourselves by self-sabotaging what do you do when we're at that point what 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 can some list, our listeners well do actually get the
2: first there? thing i would say is let's let's prevent getting there so not only yeah. do those goals have to be written they have to be constantly visible you can't okay. take your eye off the prize they need to be Posted on your screen, they need to be posted in on your day planner. They need to be mm-hmm. reviewed every morning. And you can't rely on motivation. Motivation is an experience, an emotion, a feeling that comes and goes. that that's just how we're wired. Mm-hmm. So the first thing to know yeah. is I don't I'm not going to rely on motivation. -hmm. I'm going to treat my goal as a job. Right. I go to work whether I feel like it or not. Right. These are my goals. These are my steps. I do them. I'm committed to them. You know, I'll ask people, how committed are you to this goal? And they'll say, 80% because I know I'll sabotage myself. Wrong answer. Right, no. you're
0: sabotaging yourself from the start. From the very on. Oh, you're already yeah,
2: really. You're no. already there. A hundred. Do you get married and say, "Well, I'm about eighty percent sure I won't get divorced." No. Right. Or, gee, I'm about seventy percent right. sure I won't have an affair. No, you go in a hundred percent committed. You right. know that you've got to watch for the roadblocks and the detours because it will always be something somebody will get sick the washing machine mm-hmm. will break your car will need repairs you yeah. almost and this is maybe a loaded topic right now but you've got to vaccinate yourself ahead yeah. of time yeah. because yeah. shit happens all the time. What I found
0: really works for me in that situation is putting things in my calendar as an appointment. So what I do um, almost every morning, actually, I plan out my day. And for me, for example, like I meditate, I work out, I go for a walk. Those are my self-care routines that I committed to doing every day, even if it's 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. But I put it in my calendar Mm -hmm. so that I have a plan for the day you know just like at work right you have meetings you have a calendar and i schedule it and so you know when the time comes it's like a meeting with myself right. right i'm more committed to getting it done when it's when it's planned out ahead of time for me
2: right just don't wing it and don't treat that schedule like it's a library fine mm-hmm. treat it like it's a speeding ticket right Mm-hmm.
0: I like that analogy too. You
2: know, we, we don't blow it off. We don't think the consequences are minor. We understand what the consequences will be. We know right. that we, we need to stick to this. So we have to be committed. And we know, mm-hmm. actually, this mm-hmm. is where my research background comes in. We know a lot of what works from research. Support mm-hmm. and accountability. So, yes. mhm-hmm. Make sure that you get support, you know, do it with a friend Mm -hmm. and don't expect everybody to support you. So Mm -hmm. be really choosy about who you ask for support and who you want to do this to, because we, when we want to change, not everybody is going to be our cheerleader. If we're looking at making big changes, there are, there are potentially people, even people who love us who are going to try and derail us. So be very strategic about who you ask for support Mm -hmm. and realize that you need support and often you need coaching. Nobody grows, whether you want to go to an analogy of sports figures or students, we all need teachers, we need coaches, we need somebody who'll hold us accountable and will help us see what we don't see. Mm-hmm.
0: right we all have blind right, spots oh, right? We yes don't, we don't know what we don't know it's, unless someone is pointing it out to us
2: right, right? And, and we will and that's gross exactly and we set the bar very low for ourselves sometimes and we let ourselves off the hook too easily and and it's an interesting paradox sometimes we hold ourselves to like a too high of a of a standard oh, i've got to do this mm-hmm. for everybody you know i can't go to bed until i've you know folded all the laundry or you know, done all the housework. But then when it comes to our own goals, we set the bar too low. Well, I'm too tired to go for a walk today. Or uh, I'll just have pizza tonight because I had such a stressful day at work. I don't want to (laughs) cross, you know. And and sometimes self-care can actually be self-sabotage. So that's something to really watch out for. And somebody who has our best interest at heart and is on the same path, can we can really hold each Mm -hmm. other accountable, and catch ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, be that other voice that says, you can do this, you know, Mm -hmm. and don't give up. You know, it's don't use that as an excuse. You fall off the wagon, you get back on. That's a universal truth. If you nobody gets to a destination, I'm a sailor. And sometimes you have to in order to get to where you're Mm -hmm. going. But you get there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also, you know, as you write your goals down and you plan it, I think we don't actually ever really write like what the Mm -hmm. consequences if we don't do it. Right. So I think that's another thing that could be added in there, you know, writing what the goals are, planning it all out. And then, you know, on the other line, writing an arrow like, well, and what if I don't? And if I don't do this, what will happen? Right. And then putting all the there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's at least, at least it shows you like, if you don't do these, take these steps, we're not going to lose weight, you're not going to get a new client, you're not going to make more money, you're not going to, whatever the case may be, these are the negatives of what would happen if you stop doing what you need to do. to Absolutely,
2: we tend to focus on what's the cost of doing something, but we forget that there's a cost of not doing things, not doing something, and we need to focus on that reality. And I think the one other thing I want to mention, because this is kind of a surprise for people, but we can have, we can be afraid to succeed. Yeah.
0: Yes. That's very true. Not, yes.
2: And not even just in the cliche way we talk about fear of success. We are not designed for change. Mm-hmm. We as human mm-hmm. beings want survival want Mm -hmm. stability, want certainty, those are just wired into our survival brain. And so change, the unknown, uncertainty, discomfort will lead us to avoid even things we want. I don't know how Mm -hmm. many times, and I just did a lecture on this the other day, people will get five pounds from their goal weight Almost Mm -hmm. to their goal for savings, almost to their goal for fitness, and that's when they trip over Mm -hmm. the cat, have a car accident, or go on a binge and they look and they look unconnected, right? But Mm -hmm. in truth, we are often not prepared to succeed, Mm -hmm. it's like.
1: Why do you think that is? I mean, why do you I mean, that is so, so true. You know, you get so close to the goal, and then something stops. It's like a wall, like you want to run into this brick wall. And it says, Oh, you're got too close to the wall. I'm too happy. I can't handle this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Why do do you think that is back to our childhood? Does that is that the you know the masculine side of things yeah. like, where does
2: I think come it comes from? from a lot of different places and and I think you know philosophies all sort of lead to the same end point even though we talk about it differently I think it is we're not wired for change change is scary mm-hmm. we tend to hold on because of comfort and even mm-hmm. in mythology you know the closer the Prince gets to saving the, the damsel in distress in the tower, mm-hmm. the bigger dragons he has to fight. So yeah, that's very true. Right? Before, that's
0: very true. You know, it's like the
2: universe says to us. And isn't there? Yeah. There's a
0: saying that the darkest hour is right before sun. Yeah, hours, right? exactly. So that's very, that's exactly true. We're,
2: uh, we're afraid of change. We're afraid of who will I be if I meet this goal? And we mm-hmm. we don't want to sacrifice who we've been. It's scary. It feels like there's a lot of loss and grief involved in giving up who we were and forging a new identity. And it's like the universe says, well, let's see if you're really serious about this. You know, slay this dragon yeah, next.
0: Yeah. And And yeah, being yeah.
2: prepared, knowing that this is normal, that I'm going to take steps to make sure that I have the support, I visualize who I'm going to be, I allow myself to change, I allow myself to be this different person, I visualize it, I experience it, I grow comfortable with it in my imagination, in my visualization so that I'm prepared. And I know, you know, when you know something is coming, it's so much easier to deal with.
0: Yes, absolutely. Audrey, um, this was such an amazing conversation. I feel like we can easily talk about
2: it for another hour.
0: (laughs) Uh, So it's really hard to wrap it up because there's so much great content. Thank you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I get really passionate about it as well. So thank you.
0: No, no, it shows, right?
2: We
1: will definitely have you back on because I think that's the main thing. I think the the biggest thing that we need to, would love to have you back on is, is exactly what you just said, mm-hmm. the fear mm-hmm. of success
0: yeah, in, and, talk and about what that, that looks
1: like, that change, because that's the truth. You know, when you go into a new step of success, um, there's a lot of changes right. that happen, you know, within right. within you and 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 seeing that what that person, what that person right. will look like, what that how that person will show up. You know, so there's a lot of change oh, yeah. that happens within to going into that step, right? Mm-hmm. And taking that new role. And I think that's something that, you know, I, I think a lot of, a lot of our listeners will resonate with. And I would love oh, to have
2: thank you, back you to
1: dive deep a little bit more into that, because I think that you, you, begin, considering this is the beginning of the year, we're all about creating success. We're all about achieving new goals. We're all about getting to that mm-hmm. next level. And then when we get too close, we see it again and again and again. It scares again the shit out of us. That we do. <laughs> oh, it scares absolutely. the shit out of us. Absolutely. right? Yep. So, yes, we would definitely love thank to have you. you back maybe in a month or so and to, con- to continue. I'd be honored. Thank you so, so
0: much. Thank you. Audrey, would you Thanks. please tell our listeners how can they find you? How can they reach uh, you? Of
2: course. So uh, please feel free to visit my website, which is just AudreySchnell.com. and you can email me at audrey at AudreySchnellPhD.com. And I'd love to hear That's from the awesome. listeners. We'll
1: have all absolutely we'll have all that information in the show notes as well, but we'll we'll we will be having her back on, listeners. Yeah. So don't worry. We will continue this conversation because I think this is a great conversation. We want to make sure that we're there for you and we want to make sure that we have this uh, take some of these steps and figure out what it is that scares the <laughs> shit out of us to create success. So right? we can have so an amazing 2021. That, <laughs> that will be our topic for February with you, hopefully. And we'll say what what's scaring the shit out of you for coming? Yeah. Oh, that's
2: right? wonderful. Thank you so much. This was delightful.
1: So well, That's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Um, if you have any questions and you want us to answer any of your questions, feel free to submit your information to info at ourparentcoach.com. Um, you can also visit our website at workingwithparents.com and remember to apply the CPR philosophy with compassion, patience, and respect with everyone you come in contact with.
2: Yeah. Join us next week for another edition of Ask Our Parent Coach with Terry Manrique and Alina Greif.
1: Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for sticking around all the way to the end. We really appreciate you and your time. Feel free to write a review. Let us know how we're doing. And if you'd like to take it a step further, give us some ratings and don't forget to hit the subscribe button to watch for future episodes.